0: What is going on everybody as i say every single episode that i've ever recorded phoenix down with you are listening to phoenix down episode 16.1 we are continuing our playthrough of alpha protocol the uh, obsidian role-playing spy game and um yeah we're having a pretty good time i think yes surprisingly good time well, uh, let me go ahead and make our introductions. Uh, I'm Drew, and I have with me Matt. Hello, hello. And special guest Jay.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: And uh, yeah, so Alpha Protocol. Uh, we like we were saying just now before uh, recording. It's one of those games where you it flows so well. Um, that you just kind of forget how long you've been playing.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: It's, um, and it keeps things diverse.
2: I think that's the biggest thing. It uh, is. The biggest reason that I'm enjoying the game is every time I finish something, you know, it's very structured. Every time you finish a mission, which is clearly defined, you go back to the safe house. Yeah. And then when you choose to, you leave the safe house and you pick which mission you do. It's not like... You know, there's no overworld here. There's no free-roaming city to mm-hmm. explore. You're just doing missions. And in some games, I feel like when I do a mission and get back to the safe house, I can't wait to just turn the game off. I'm like done. I, I made it to a checkpoint, and I'll play it again tomorrow. But for some reason, this game, as soon as I get back to that safe house, I'm like, ah, oh, I'll, I'll sit through a little dialogue, I guess. But I want to get back out there and get on the next mission. And I, I really am enjoying the variety and that some of them you don't do anything other than talk to people yeah, yeah. some of them i'm on a murderous rampage you know <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> you know there, there is a, a fair amount of variety in what i'm actually doing and uh not not just the inputs that i'm making but uh, the context that they have it's you know it's clear when you're building up to something or when you're going for a boss fight, and these things, I don't know, it's been kind of exciting. Each mission has felt, has felt pretty
1: pretty interesting. I, I think that excitement also comes from the knowledge that everything that you've done to this point has kind of uh, uh, built your way through as, you, as your progress goes. So what you did before matters in the next thing that you do, so you kind of want to keep Seeing what you did, how it actually, uh, you know, uh, impacted the story on the characters surrounding it. And I think you made a really great point about the whole thing. You get back to the safe house and you choose the next mission when you want to go. There's no, oh, okay, here's the waypoint. This is the point, this is the place where you got to go on this random ass, like, you know, thousand, thousand meter drive for without whatever for what person to meet with someone. And then you have to drive again for another place to get to another waypoint where you start the mission in truth. So you you cut out all the fat. You cut out all the things that kind of, that kind of builds busy work for everyone in between. <laughs> that's kind of standard for the, the genre, let's say, like GTA or even like saint Row, They're both guilty of that, totally. Yeah. And I, I that's the part of those games that I hate the most. And there's none of that present here.
0: Yeah.
2: At least they finally answered your question, Drew, of how he gets around. Because in Rome, he's uh, got a motorcycle.
0: Yeah, just drives that motorcycle <laughs> around. <laughs> it's um it's it's kind of methodical how I do everything when I finish a mission, I obviously look at the mission uh summary mm-hmm, uh, yeah. of how well I did and how bad I did, depending um <laughs> go back to the safe house um if there is a cut scene, you know talking to uh the television for a little while or um then the the first thing I do after that is check my email oh yeah, every time, so, yeah. yeah, and then I go to the clearing house. Uh, and check out to see if there's any new intel that I could possibly purchase. Mm -hmm. And then, um, Matt, do you actually walk to the door and start the mission?
1: Yeah, generally.
0: Yeah, I don't even do that. I hit select, go to my intel, and start the mission right there.
1: Yep, Mm. that works too.
2: See, I do wish that they maybe made a uh, a slightly stronger emphasis on not having your mission summaries show you what was good and bad.
0: Yeah, there's always gonna I mean, be in red or green. Yeah,
2: it, it's kind of like here's what you shouldn't be doing. Instead, it should be here's what you should be doing, and this is the outcome. You know, good for some people, bad for other people. Y- you know, it, if if there's only one group and you gain or lose favor with them, then it's good or bad. Yeah. But if you when, in this game, you have multiple groups, so losing favor with one group's not necessarily bad if it gains you favor with another group.
1: Right. But I mean you we're kind of reading into the fact that the game is telling you it's bad if it's in red compared to if it's in orange, right? But they didn't really specifically say that everything that's in red is bad. But they did
2: but of, I've been conditioned since I was five. Yeah, I,
1: I, 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 I know. My I I text is negative. <laughs> red marker. Yeah. cf hey, And again,
2: they clearly could have just not made it red and then maybe yeah. worded it so that it wasn't... A negative, and you don't feel like you did something wrong. Yeah. Because it shouldn't. I mean, in my mind, there's there's nothing that you're doing that's wrong in this, because like Mass Effect, the way it plays out is the way that it plays out.
1: Uh, unless you kill a bunch of Americans. Yeah, They're well, trying oops, to do I made gas. that mistake this time. Yeah, like, <laughs> like <me>. through
0: this <laughs> Well, you oh, know wait, what? I, <laughs> I, I redeem myself this time. Okay.
2: So yeah. we swap places then. I wasn't paying enough attention, and I was like, this guy's shooting at me. He's getting a bullet to the head. I'm like, oh, that was a CIA agent? Oops.
0: <laughs> so um, let's just get right into it. Was that the first mission everybody did was bug the CIA? Yeah, yeah. bug the CIA. Yeah. Um, they're in this, like, I guess, like a small hotel um, or office building. I don't know what it is. It's, I mean,
1: it has a couple of floors, but does yeah. isn't that big. Wait, did, didn't you guys do the little gelato shop first?
0: No. I, I went that to the, like oh. third.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: I um, but yeah, I went to the, I, I did the whole CIA thing. Um, what I found out was, and what I wasn't looking at um, the entire time playing it, was that I can change ammo. Yes. Yeah. And yep. uh, I changed to tranquilizer darts.
1: <laughs> it took you all the way to Rome before you realized that.
0: Yes. Okay. And I was like, oh, tranquilizer darts did not kill them. And so I was like, I can just unload on these motherfuckers all day. <laughs> Which is what I did. All right. So I didn't. I did too, but
2: I had no interest for tranquilizer darts.
0: Yeah, I know. (laughs) Steel tipped hollow points. (laughs) Families won't recognize them when I'm done with them. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I didn't kill anybody. Um, In fact, I don't even think I got caught in that mission. Like there was like I don't think I raised an alert. Um I've basically leveled up my stealth to the point where if I get seen, I go into transparent mode for like 30 seconds. <laughs> when that when when that happens, I just run straight up to a guy and knock the hell out of him.
1: Yeah, it's doesn't make any sense whatsoever, but it's incredibly effective. Just walk right in front of him while you're stealth and just punch him repeatedly.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Do that with three four guys. It works. Yeah.
0: But um yeah, uh, bug the uh, bug the CIA, so now I have their emails mm-hmm. coming to me, forwarding to me.
1: Uh, how did that go for you, Matt? Uh,
2: I got everything done. I I took out the first guy non-lethally, <laughs> but then I blasted the second guy, and uh, Ming was pretty unhappy with that.
1: Yeah. So, did you successfully bug the place? Are you getting the emails, or did they find out and take it off?
2: I bugged it. I don't know that they took it off. I think it's still bugged.
1: Yeah, depending on how well you kind of infiltrated the place and how if whether you were uh, kind of found out or not, they'll, they'll keep giving you information without knowing, or they can just kind of get rid of it or something like that. So, you get different in kind of intel depending on how well you did in that mission. Yeah, I
2: think it's still there.
0: Okay, that's good. And then um, after that mission, uh, what I did was I uh, went ahead and went to the uh, to the party mm. and uh, pulled out the sniper rifle and started tagging people, which to me, I think that was the most useless. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was neat to have something different. But it was like this is after what happened in the... My game for this, I was like, this is completely useless to me, because I found the guy who is supposed to be a um like a a sleeper cell agent for uh, uh the terrorist group. What's the, what are they called? El El Samad or something. Samad. El, El Samad. Something like that.
2: Yeah, and this guy's Al Albara.
0: Yeah, and uh, we're supposed to spot him at the party, and um you get a choice of either eliminating him right there at the party or letting yep. him go. I let him go.
2: Right. Ming brings up all these inconsistencies. Yeah. Yeah. Says that, you know, maybe he's not the guy that we think he is. Yeah. So with that, I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to kill him off handedly. Maybe he'll be an
1: ally, ally someday. Yep. <laughs> he won't. No, no, no he won't. <laughs>
0: and uh and that's that's what happened there. I let him go because i didn't think i you know there was too much there was reasonable doubt, so he got yeah. to st- he got to, to execute execution
1: even though that's the way the the mission played out for all of us. You could have just started just shooting everybody from the very beginning <laughs> yeah, you could have just started just complete annihilation of the entire party if you wanted, including the little stripper in the window. And, <laughs> and that would have that would have drastically changed how that mission went. And you know, no, I haven't killed a something. shipper yet in this game. <laughs> well, well done, that. Well done.
0: I got you. So, uh, see, I was thinking, I was like, they're all gonna hear me. I guess he uses a silencer to shoot these guys.
1: Uh, I'm I'm not sure, but I mean, if a if a body is found, then you can't get rid of it. It's found, right? Right. And depending on whether you, I mean, there's also the option that you might have killed the wrong person, or he's guilty, or you might have just gone on the killing rampage. So all these little different factors uh, pr- uh, kind of go into what you're meeting with this other guy that we're gonna come to, uh, and that's gonna go into what he's gonna think of you
0: as well. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which we start we start slowly getting information about him. Yes. Through emails and. Uh, there was a few contacts, or no? There was it was intel that you're buying. Yeah, was that um? There is this guy who is a uh, the top operative uh, for Halbeck. Um, yeah the 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 weapons manufacturer has um. I guess hired um this this uh, operative guy who is. Seasoned and one of the best in the world and is ruthless. Um, he's basically, like, the opposite of Michael Thornton uh, as far as, like, he, he... Well, depending on how you play the game. Um, <laughs> that's true. He just seems like he's in the same field as Michael Thornton is, but just, like, just evil. <laughs>
1: Well, the thing about the, uh, Marburg is that he's not particularly evil. He was kind of, if you read his dossier, it tells you that uh, he used to be in government, like Michael is now. And he became disillusioned by kind of the, the political right. struggle and felt that his, his influence and his ability was being used in, in a kind of like a corrupt, in, in a corruption Kind of way. So he decided if he's gonna be corrupt or if he's gonna be working for someone, he's gonna be getting compensated properly. He's gonna be working for the people where he's gonna have enough influence to make his own decisions, kind of thing. Yeah. So that's why he went to help. So I don't. I don't think it's cut and dry that he's evil. He just has a different approach and idea about what he needs to do.
0: Yeah. Uh, he he did he wasn't he connected with VCI at one time.
1: Um, he has a connection with Z. Yes. Yeah. But I'm not sure how they're connected outside of the fact that Z hates Marburg's guts.
0: That's all I really know. Yeah. So, um, but I know he had a connection with them at one time, but yeah, he's the, he's, he's the big, he's basically the attack dog for Howback. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime Halbeck wants something solved, they send his ass. He's the cleaner. Um... And we start slowly getting information about him, through emails and stuff like that. And uh, we learn of a um, of a uh, person that works for him, one of his personal assistants, Uh, James Saint James. What's her? her
2: Madison. Madison.
0: Madison Saint James. Um. And we we, uh, well, we'll get into her a little bit later. Uh, The first thing I do want to mention is, like Matt said, (laughs) the first thing he did was uh go to the uh gelato shop. Yep. Uh, which is actually a front for um who, who's the who, what surveillance team is it?
1: Um I think it's something to do with isn't it something to do with Hellback is or, it Hellback? Is like, is there Hellback or the government, I'm not sure one of those.
0: It's like a it's like a surveillance slash communication hub.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: um that's being fronted. Uh, By a gelato shop, Um, a very run-down gelato shop, (laughs) which I I played that off kind of suave. Okay. Um. And uh, there was no bloodshed. Oh yeah.
2: That that was one of the short chapters where I felt like I'm not getting the story. Maybe I'm not getting everything out of the story here because it felt kind of anticlimactic.
0: I did, yeah. I did um <laughs> it was so weird cuz I, I like it, ha- it 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 lasted not even 2 minutes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. I
0: talked to the guy and I was like I ha- I work for the CIA or whatever the hell and he's like I got to there's some maintenance I got to do and I you know he bluffed the guy. Um and there's twice during this cutscene where you can execute him if you want to. Yep. yep. And um I I you know I, I, as tempting as it was to shoot this idiot. Uh, I, he took me back. I got the information I needed, and when I was getting ready to leave, he reaches down and says, "Hey, do you want something?" And he and the, and the, it pops up, execute again. <laughs> and I'm like, is he about to pull out a gun? And uh, no, he pulls out some uh, gelato. Yeah. <laughs> uh, delicious gelato that we could all enjoy. From exactly. That place. Yeah.
2: In the end, I felt like this chapter was a really bad story. <laughs> it's like I, I walked in there. I was a CIA agent. I was undercover. I knew that this was a front. I bluffed my way to the back, and then nothing happened.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, no, you succeeded. That's what happened. Yeah. I. Yeah. When I played this for the first time, I tried to bluff him, but I I did it I did it poorly, and he saw through my uh, you know lies basically. And at the end, instead of offering me gelato, he took out a shotgun.
0: Oh wow. So I had to
1: execute his <laughs> ass. And then my trip there was completely wasted that that communication tower was shut down i wasn't able to get any intel from that place at all so it was a complete bust after i killed that guy nice. but yes <laughs> that's another way it could have gone down
0: <laughs> so um yeah but i thought that was hilarious i was like oh they tried to pull a heavy rain on me yeah <laughs> yeah but um it was uh, it that, that that was short it was like when it, when it happened i was thinking i was like i did this too perfectly that's what I was thinking. I was like, "Man, I did this like yeah, completely did, perfect." So, um, but I did that, and then after that, we start talking to Madison Saint James, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In fact, it's it. She actually tries to contact us, um,
1: by calling. What is it? The <laughs> calling zero? Yeah, the operator. Isn't that like? Does that even work? Can you do that? Can you call operators and just call up someone's name? Like, yeah, call, call this guy for me. Does I that think so, or?
2: but not for people who are undercover. I wouldn't think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it, it is so strange. Um, yeah. but uh, um, she she's trying to contact you, and uh, Mina picks it up. Ming. Ming. Yeah. Is it Ming?
1: Wait, no, it's Mina, dude. It's
0: Mina. I called her Ming last time and got <laughs> <Yeah>. negative points. <laughs>
1: Is he did? <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
0: so uh yeah, she 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 intercepts it and sends it directly to me or directly to Thornton. Um how did you guys approach this woman?
1: Matt? <laughs> uh
2: very straightforward. I just went and met with her. Okay. At co- like a coffee shop or a restaurant. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um did you take her back to your place? Of course I did. Yeah. <laughs>
1: of course we all did. <laughs>
0: um, th- there is one more thing I need to mention before we even continue on. We totally forgot to mention on the last episode uh, the reporter. That, oh, yeah. that oh, we, how that you forget. Yeah, Scarlet. Scarlet, jeez. She um, she's a little feisty one. She is. Um, and uh, I have been helping her by. Giving her information
1: uh.
0: about leaking stories on all this. Um, There's particularly one where uh, I think Mina intercepts one about um, how Beck covering up a uh, a bad like wreck that was transporting some of their weapons or something like that where people got killed on a bridge and they covered it up. And so uh, I went ahead and sent it to her, um, and I don't know if she published it yet or not. I guess we'll find out. Um, but yeah, uh, I forgot to mention about her. Um, been talking to her basically just through email, but she really likes me.
1: <laughs> Getting all the plus ones, brownie points for sending out all the news, hey? Eh? That's right. Yeah, that's. I mean, you lose out on a lot of money by doing that, though. I'm sure. But she, you don't she, mind?
0: No, I don't mind. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm an international superstar who gets all the games. Okay. All right. Uh so yeah. Um speaking of ladies, um, I take uh, Madison St. James back to my place.
1: As he said as suggestively as he possibly can.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um and uh she does not she does not put out to begin with. Um but no, no, she does, trust me. Uh <laughs> <laughs> So, um, <laughs> Jesus, uh, she, she starts giving out some information about, uh, how back and what she and her employer are doing in, um, in Rome. And, uh, I'm trying to imagine what the other, there's, there's one other mission, right? Before. The whole big turnaround, or am I wrong?
1: Mm, what do you mean? Um,
0: the one nothing. at the warehouse where the cops show up.
1: Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Investigate the delivery at the warehouse, right? There you go. Mm.
0: Um, there, there was a, a shipment of weapons, supposedly, um, at this uh, warehouse. Uh, Michael goes to investigate it, and I'm forgetting another mission, which I, I just remembered. Um, but he goes to investigate that one. Um, some shit goes down. Russian mafia's is there. Uh, they shoot up a lot of people. Michael shoots up a lot of people. Um, then the cops show up because obviously the cops hear machine gun fire. Somebody's calling the cops. Um, I just barely escaped. Can you get caught by the cops here?
2: It really looked like you could.
0: Yeah. yeah you I turned on my that.
2: invincibility upgrade and just booked it.
1: Yeah. Just booked it? Uh, after you got the ID, or you just booked it?
2: No, I got the ID. Oh, okay. And then I went towards where I thought an exit was. And it turns out it wasn't an exit at all. So I walked all the way up along the catwalk and then down the other side. And like I can hear the cops like busting into the building and walking around. I'm like, oh, this isn't good. I'm going to get caught. And I got meat in my ear telling me to get out of there. So I just hightailed it.
0: Oh, you just don't know clo- ran out? I don't know
2: how close I was to getting caught, but it felt close.
0: How did you get out?
2: Um, there was just like a, a a wide open like garage door or something, and I just book, ran through that. And then there was a little chain link fence in the back, and I just entered that door, and then that exited the level for me.
0: So that shit didn't open for me. I had to actually go through the front door where the cops came in.
1: Oh, oh. so you had to no, face all that. the cops?
0: Yeah, I I, did, <laughs> I didn't get caught. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I didn't get caught. I did knock out one of the cops. But apparently he wasn't able to ID me um, oh. Oh. because the, the after mission thing was he narrowly escaped the cops. So I'm like, OK, great. But I, I basically okay. just like waited for the cops to open the doors and then just ran and then punched a guy on my way out.
1: Did you turn yourself invisible?
0: Um, no, I had to, it was still recharging. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> OK.
1: But, uh, yeah, I mean, when Mina says you only have like a minute, that's when the cops arrive. And then if you get killed or if you get caught there, I guess things would have been different. Although I haven't seen that particular path because I always get out before the cops come. Yeah. But um, that's one of those. And uh, did you uh, guys get the intel from Sirkov? Well, Drew didn't because, you know, bottles Shit. of the face and everything. But uh, if you're in good with Sirkov he actually says, well, actually, those Russian guys in the warehouse are associated with me. So they actually become your allies. And then they fight all of uh, Marburg's men. Oh they, yeah, right,
2: right when you get into the warehouse.
1: Yeah, yeah. They don't even try to fight you. They only just fight right. the guys in the suits, which yeah, makes the okay. mission a lot easier. Or I, if I you're
2: like to, to sit there though, like I walked in, I saw that they mm-hmm. were shooting at each other. So then I went back around the corner and like crouched down and sat there for about three or four minutes, and I'm like, oh, I... maybe they've taken care of each other a little bit. There's still yeah, a whole they, lot of people out there, but then I just went and indiscriminately took out. <laughs> I just, just took out yeah. everybody.
0: There was no witnesses. Yeah, I at think my American place, ID
2: me is having turned on them.
0: Yeah. So um, uh, yeah that that's what happened with me. I got the ID and everything like that. Um, there was one, and we'll come back to that mission because this is where we get the the special mission. But the um, there was one other mission where we had to go to these ruins. Yep. Where, where there was going to be a meetup between the Howback guys and the Al Samad guys, or am yeah. I wrong? Yeah. Um, and luckily, since I had Al Samad on my team, they left me alone. Um, and uh, there was it was a part where they were tr- they were getting ready to transport weapons, um, and since I found all the weapons, I was able to destroy them all. Yep. Me too. And uh, we had to get some more information. We were getting information on who set up the deal um, for this whole thing. And uh, she, me and I had to crack the code, and I had to, you know, it was like a nice little horde mode kind of thing where you had to hold off guys until the the information downloaded. And um, I actually died a couple of times here.
1: Oh. Interesting. Did you uh, try using the proximity mines and other explosive devices? They're really handy in that place.
0: You know, I I did throw a few grenades, but I never did anything. I never set any traps or anything ah, like that. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm in the
2: same boat. I, I used some of the grenades when I didn't feel like getting around a corner, but
0: yeah. Um. So we get that information. Um, and it's basically adding to the dossier of um. God, what's his name? the the Haubeck guy, Marburg. Marburg. There you go. Um. Uh, and actually, right before we did the mission where the the Russians were fighting the uh, the Haubeck guys, um, we get contacted by a uh, Marburg himself. Um, he wants to meet.
1: But it's posing to be that uh. Else, whatever the guy that we were, we didn't kill. Yeah,
0: the ID, the guy we ID'd. I yeah, th- yeah, totally forgot about that. It was the guy we ID'd at the party that we didn't kill. So we're thinking we're gonna go meet this guy. You know, Thornton's like, "Oh, I'll scare the crap out of him." He'll tell me he'll tell me exactly what I want now. Then all of a sudden, this old white guy sits down next to us and kind uh, of finds out it's it's, uh, it's Marburg, and uh, he's got this air about him.
1: Yes, he does like
0: and it's so strange how uh, I really have this burning hatred for a virtual character, <laughs> but I do this man like yes. i I've been playing as suave as I possibly could throughout this entire game, but at the moment he sat down, I used intimidate and taunt every time on this guy. <laughs> this man thoroughly hates me now. <laughs> I I kept getting minus 1, minus 1. I'm like, yeah, keep going down. Um and he informs us uh through a standard little chit-chat that uh uh the man that we were supposed to meet is now dead. And um he's basically telling us, "I don't know what you're doing here, but you need to back the fuck off now." Um and of course, yeah, me Yeah, so
2: much for saving Albara and not killing him.
0: Yeah. And uh, well, you know what was funny? I actually did a really good job. Apparently, because he said that he even said in the dialogue, "You said I'm surprised uh, by your uh, tact because I didn't know you had uh, had been in Rome up until about two hours ago."
1: Yeah, that t- that tells me that you've been playing the game very stealthily. Yeah, haven't killed that many people, and yeah, that's that's very good.
0: Yeah. He um he did he did tell me that and I was like oh well I, I must be doing something right <laughs> and uh, I, and that that actually made him impressed so his points went back up but then I I, I made fun of him again and his points went back down.
1: <laughs> you really don't like Marburg, do you? I, I
0: hate that fucker.
1: Just, well, just, what, just the his mannerisms or the things he says. What the, is it?
0: The things he says. Like he's he he is obviously the fucking villain according to me. Okay. This guy is obviously a bad guy. He thinks he knows. He thinks he's a badass. He even announces it. You know, he's like, I, I'm the best that there's ever been. You need to back off. You don't know what you're doing. Um, if you don't back off, I will kill you. You know, just somebody yeah. who, who comes out straight and says, I'm going to kill you if you don't do something. You're going to get a bullet in the head eventually. <laughs> Michael Thornton does not play that.
1: Yes.
0: So, um,. I kept taunting him and taunting him and shit like that. Um, and uh, he basically just gives me one final warning to stay the fuck away. Or he, and he says, or I will hurt everyone that's close to you.
1: Ooh, what what could he mean by that?
0: Anybody. <laughs> uh, yes. You know, um, particularly the, the girl that I have um, in my hotel room. Who, asleep,
2: waiting on
1: the
0: bed? Asleep, waiting on the bed, and then whenever I get back, I have sex with her. Su-
1: su- suggestively, yes.
0: Yes. There's no beating around a bush. I bang the shit out of her. Okay. So, um, but there is no, like, Mass Effect Dragon Age sex scene. I was so sad. It just fades so, to Black. Just yeah, to Fade yeah. to Black. Yeah. Just,
1: just a nice, tasteful Fade to Black. Okay. That's all you
0: get. Um, and so, uh, and then after that, that's when we go on the missions for the where we find out exactly what Halbeck's uh, actually doing here was, um, and I, and you guys are going to have to explain this to me because I'm still a little confused on it. Michael Thornton finds out uh, by remembering when he was at the warehouse where the the the, the deal was supposed to happen. There was um, certain types of art pieces and yes. statues there. Statues and art pieces that he remembers seeing um, at this museum uh, for some kind of special exhibit that they were having at the, the exhi- at the museum, and uh, he it dawns on him that Marburg is obviously going to do something really really bad uh, with these uh, weapons that he has at this museum. Um, so. My question is, why are we? Why is he wanting to bomb the museum? Because I really don't know.
1: Matt, how uh, if I know? Oh, uh, well, the reason is basically if you, a lot of the intel. I think you're skipping over the part where you have to infiltrate Marburg's mansion. Did you well, I
0: thought that. I thought that was afterwards.
1: Uh. No, not it's it's before the one where you got to go to the museum.
0: Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Okay, before. yeah. No, so you mind. get
1: you get some additional uh, intel that tells you, uh, basically, Marburg and Halabak are per, trying to start a false flag campaign, right? Yeah. And false flag is a the terminology they use when you attack your own college, own uh, country in order to drum up uh, support. For, let's say, raising up uh, your defenses or attacking a different country. You know, like a lot of the crazy people will say, like, 9-11 is a false flag propaganda and things like that. Uh, So basically, they are bombing this place, making it look like Al-Samad did it.
0: Right. right. Okay. You, the, now yeah. it's now it's dawning back on me.
1: Mm-hmm. And then Helbeck can take in all the, all the profits for raising up the defenses and setting up more guards and setting more weapons, not only to the the, the government, but also to Asimov, who would then need to you know, kind kind of playing for both fields, right? Exactly. Yeah. Reaping the benefits from both.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I totally forgot all about that. Man, that's brilliant, actually.
1: Espionage. Yes.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I was thinking that we went to his mansion afterwards. Uh, but yeah, I forgot. After having sex with uh, Saint James, she told me where his mansion is, and uh, that's where I went next. Yeah. Um, and he he gets caught, um, and is interrogated. And of course, me being the jackass that I am, I tried to piss him off a lot. And that interrogation lasted about two seconds. And he said, "Kill him."
1: Well, he just straight up said, "Kill him." Yeah. Wow, okay, he really doesn't like you. Yeah. All right.
0: And so, uh, and then I beat up the guards and then started escaping, got my stuff back, and um, you got lost in this fucking place for some reason.
1: It's just pretty big.
0: It's a big place, and the corridors are stupid. You, you never know which fucking door you can open and which one you can't. That gets on yeah. my nerves so bad.
1: One, the ones with the doorknobs that are hanging out, that's
0: basically it. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> it's uh, still confusing and yeah, like I, I'm always just running up I'm running against the wall just seeing if something pops up so um but yeah, we don't really get much information here we just really escape right
1: well if you were I you did it in such a drastically different way what happened with me is that I had uh, Marburg really like me uh-huh. so he basically invites me to his mansion <laughs> yeah so he's like why don't you come by I have a proposition for you and then he tries to turn me for to his side to make me join Halbeck.
2: Yeah, that's what he did for me too. He yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, did you turn it down, Matt?
2: Yeah, and then yeah, he, and, then, and then he respected me more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then he tajers you and says, "Well, make sure you don't kill him, but I, I, you know, I still wanna, I still wanna talk to him. So make sure he can talk, but make sure he can't stand. And then you beat up his guard yeah. and then you escape. And along the way, you can take a bunch of his intel. And then he's just kind of watching, watching you from the balcony, like, alright." You'll turn. You'll come to my side. Yeah, you'll come to my side, and eventually, with that kind of look, yeah, which is very interesting compared to kill him, that true guy. (laughs) Yeah, in
0: fact, I didn't see hide nor hair of him again. Wow, like he 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 basically, you know, he sat me down. He said, and and we're sitting there, and at this point, he's already like dislike or like hatred for me, and um, he asked me like one question. It's like so. You wanna would, you wanna discuss something, and then I, I chose like uh, you know intimidate or something like that. I said, the only thing I need to discuss is a bullet to your brain. And then, <laughs> and then he says, "Man, please kill him, would you?" And so they 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 start and then starts the fight. He he leaves, and I don't see him again. Like he may be watching me. I figured he just left the estate, and so I was I was just going around killing all his guys. And, like, you know, I've, I've if I ever get to stealth, like, KO or kill somebody, like, I've always tried to just knock them out. Yes. But with with his guys, I stab them in the fucking throat every time I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, I just want to kill these fucks.
1: Wow, you got, you got, you got so much hatred for Marburg. I
0: hate that man. <laughs> I fucking wow. hate that man. This is before what happened at the museum. Wow, yeah, yeah this is this ridiculous. Is, well, we'll get into that. In fact, we yeah. can just go ahead and get into it now. But um, so we f- we figure out. Okay, this is what's going to happen. He's going to try and frame Al Samad for this uh, bombing of this museum, uh, you know, and then obviously start start basically a new war, and uh, and, and we're going to reap all the profits. Um. So uh, there's also another thing that happens. Uh, Madison St. James uh, gets taken by uh, Marburg's men. Yes. And uh, this, uh, you make it to the, uh, the museum, and um, this is where you get to choose what you want to do. Uh, after going through some guys and stuff like that, you eventually have to choose. You have enough time to disarm the bombs. Or enough time to save Madison. I went for God and country and disarmed the bombs. Did it, it save so, more people than the one, right? Yeah.
2: I did the same thing, but not using the rationale of, you know, hundreds of lives versus one. Yeah. But because as I was sneaking into the museum, I came across some like an email of some sort where Marburg said, we have the girl, but don't hurt a hair on her head, blah, blah, blah. Something like, don't hurt her. I I I need her. And at the time I thought that it was going to be some weird reveal where she was like his daughter or something. (laughs) And so then when I got to make the decision, I'm like, no, no, he already said don't hurt her. He's not going to hurt her. So I can take my time with the bomb and
1: then save her later.
0: And Jay, you went with the bomb too.
1: Uh, yeah, but I can tell you guys what happens if you ch- choose to save Madison too.
0: She dies uh, so, anyway. Uh,
1: no, no, she, you, you actually totally save her. Oh, really? Yeah. So there, there is a difference in the choices you make. But the bomb does go off. You can't, you can't do both. Okay. Right? right. You gotta, you gotta do one or the other. But uh, it, her death, or rather her death at the hands of Marbrook, plays a very important part. If you can find one crucial information piece out. Hmm. For like uh, Matt just kind of hinted at it, right? Why did they not want to initially hurt her until the end when Marbar was pissed off that his plan was ruined, right? Right. So why would they take that much precaution with someone? Maybe she's someone a little bit more important than we realize, right? So we don't know who that is or oh, what that might God. be, but that comes up later.
0: Oh, if you can man. find the oh, right
1: really yes.
0: I wonder. If you can find it, yeah. I I I don't want to say it, but I. Bet it's that guy that's interrogating Michael Thornton. Do, in between the missions and stuff like that, I bet it's some something to do with him.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, maybe maybe not. I'm not gonna ruin it for you guys. Okay, but, uh, okay. I'm saying you might not run into it if you don't dig up the information.
0: So right. It's
2: up, up to yeah. you
1: to investigate that.
2: Okay. So I it, thought she was important, but I thought that would keep her from getting killed.
0: I was full, all in on. She's dead. <laughs> after, after you, know,
1: after you know, after you know, you take your to back your house. After you bet her, uh, I don't know, Drew. That sounds, uh, that yeah. sounds a little cold blooded. Cold See the kind of guy you are, now, Drew.
0: <laughs> that is the kind of guy I am.
2: <laughs> Love him and leave him.
0: That's exactly <laughs> it, man. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> All right. And that's yeah. You know, she got caught. It's her fucking fault. So, <laughs> I hope. she 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 would want it that way anyway. You know.
1: Blame the victim. There you go. Helping you. Helping your ass out.
0: Sacrifice one life to save 100. Of course. Okay. So, yeah, I went for the bomb. Um, Went down to the fucking wire because I couldn't find the bombs, apparently. Even though they were right in front of me.
2: Really? Yeah, they were.
0: I disarmed one, and I was like, okay, cool. Why is the timer still going? Oh, there's two of them. Yes. (laughs) So, I was like, fuck. And it, it was down to, like... Five seconds. I was like, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was freaking out. And then we get the cutscene, uh, the cutscene sure. of Marlberg there with his men. He has Madison, and he he actually lets Madison go toward Michael, and as she's going down the steps, he shoots her.
1: And he says something about consequences, right? He says your consequences have like repercussions or something like that, something quaint. Yeah. Kind of to make a point to him. To, yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, she's dead. Um, I did check on her just to act like I wasn't a total douche. Um, <laughs> she was dead. <laughs> and um, after that, uh, yeah, and during this cutscene, I should say, they give you the option to just automatically start attacking at any given time. Yep. But I took my time with him and uh, called him some names and stuff and pissed him off royally. And then we start the boss fight. The Marburg boss fight. Yes. Um, which I thought this this was going to be difficult, but that wonderful AI kicked in, and uh, he was stuck in this, I don't know whether to run toward you and punch you or shoot you and stay back. So he just kept running back and forth, and I just kept machine gunning him in the face. <laughs> that works yeah until he he fell down and uh, when he fell down we get the cutscene of him uh, very frustrated Um, I don't know about you guys but he was very frustrated with me he's bleeding and stuff like that and uh, almost I'm supposed to be better than you you know kind of thing
1: oh he didn't say that stuff
0: to me yeah he 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 said to me I can't remember what it says he said you're still just a rookie how can you best someone like me did yeah,
2: uh, I feel like before we fought, he said something to the effect of, I knew you would do the right thing and try and defuse the bomb because that is better. And like then we fought, and then he just left, and I don't remember him being overly angry. Yeah, me too.
0: I mean, it was just one small thing. There was no dialogue option or anything like that. I just remember him specifically yeah. saying that.
2: My, my impression was that he still respected me. I don't know about Moore for beating him, but he still respected me after beating him.
0: This guy just has absolute hatred for me.
1: So, uh, more importantly, Drew, did uh, did he run away during your fight? Yes. Ah, see, you missed the opportunity to kill him. Did I? Yes. If you pissed him off enough. During the dialogue, uh, when, you're at the, you know, when you're at the kind of the impasse, when he's bleeding and stuff like that, uh-huh. if you piss him enough, you can put him into like a rage where he just chooses not to run away and tries to kill you, and then you can kill him right there. Damn it. Even though he plays a big part in the kind of the end game, so to speak, he, uh, he could be killed off prematurely right there.
0: Damn, I didn't piss him off enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Better luck next time,
0: buddy. Son of a bitch got away now i hate him even more
1: yep.
0: <laughs> so after that um we get interrogated again like the uh the the future um in the in the future while he's in, being interrogated by i can't remember what this guy's name is um he works for Howback, i think
1: uh leland right
0: leland there you yeah. go um, we're getting interrogated by him, and he mentions the cho- choices that I made about how I spared the CIA agents, and um, you did the the bold yet right thing by letting Madison die, um, and you know just uh, you know basically summarizing everything, and then you get to choose how Thornton feels about it. Yes. So, Which, for some reason, he really likes me.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't know what I'm saying. Like, I'm varying it up. But it seems like every time I vary it up, he likes it.
1: Uh, I think it's not just what you say, but a lot of the actions that you've chosen, right, kind of dictate whether he's going to like you or not. Yeah. Yeah, the, the better you are, the more respect he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah precisely.
0: And, um, but yeah... That's pretty much it. After that, we go to – jump on a plane and go to Taipei. Is it Taipei? Yeah, Taipei.
1: Yep, Taipei.
0: And – which I'll just go ahead and mention. Uh, In Taipei, it's like a really run-down piece of shit, like apartment. And, uh, of course, Michael has to comment on it. Right. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) – Well,
1: after uh, Moscow and Rome, you have to admit, those places were gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And So Mina's like, uh, why don't you go take a shower? And uh, I think I remember responding with, why, is there like a trap door down there? She says, why do you have to spoil everything? <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, the yep. the shower leads to this gigantic, like, fucking place. It's awesome. <laughs> this underground fortress bunker. It's, yeah, it's like a fucking, like, a, a NASA, you know, like ground control. <laughs> it's nuts. Um, and that's where I stopped and saved.
1: That's a good stopping point.
0: Yeah. Finished up there. I've found my villain for the game.
1: Marburg. Oh,
0: yeah, Marburg. I don't care. It, it's always the, the, the lieutenant. It's never the, the, the leader that I hate. It's always the lieutenant. The lieutenant.
1: Yeah. Well, in truth, the lieutenants are always the ones that are getting their hands the most dirty, right? So this it is kind true. of
0: makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I really don't like that guy. (laughs) Um, And he really doesn't like me.
2: Yeah, I still have a lot of balls in the air, juggling a lot of different people around, trying (laughs) to keep everybody happy, but still knowing that at some point one of them is probably going to turn on me.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm waiting on it.
1: Uh, What are your theories so far? I'm interested to uh, see. Who do you think is the, the big backstabber that you guys are thinking of so far?
0: Matt, go
2: I, I mean, I, I I don't really have a theory. I want to say Marburg has to be involved in something because mm. he's such a big character and he came in relatively late in the game.
1: Well, no, Matt, if you think about it, we could have gone to Rome first.
2: Uh, right? He came, and, he came relatively late into my game.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's what's crazy is that there's... Yeah. The way you approach this game can change up everything. Uh, well, you he, know, truth be told, I still think Albatross is going to stab me in the back
1: albatross okay
0: even even though i saved his fucking life and spared his bodyguard's life
2: yeah no we're tight he better not do that
0: he better not do that either because i will kill him and and his cute little bodyguard (laughs) um but um yeah
1: no no mercy for backstabbers adrew
0: no no mercy for backstabbers fair enough and annoying boss fights (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, so. um, the interesting thing about Taipei is that it's th- it's the most involved as far as multiple character involvements go, right? Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of choices in, let's say, your handlers, and you're gonna have a lot of different characters coming in helping you out during uh, the the Taipei missions, especially as you get nearer to the end. And each pieces start falling into their own place of where right. they belong, yeah. and where you kind of let them let them fall. And after that happens. It's just kind of like a roller train ride, and it kind but of goes. But that makes forward.
2: it sound like it
1: should be the last area that you play.
0: Um. Is there another mission after the after Taipei?
1: Oh yeah, there's a giant thing where you. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil what happens, but right. you do something massive, right? It becomes like the end game mission. Right. right. And everything, everyone you've ever met that, that you've spared or something like that, plays at least a small part, and some bigger than others. Uh, but like they, they come into play in some way or another and you'll see it's uh the, the finale is pretty interesting, especially Depending on the ending that you choose to get for yourself, right? Great. So it's in one ending could be kind of anticlimactic But that's because you chose it. That's because you played it that way but if you if in a, in a more dramatic turn you can make it so that It's incredible and then you got all the pieces together and it's just incredibly satisfying because you did all the digging, because you have all the information and because you play the right cards and didn't kill, you know, so many people in certain ways so that you could maybe get away clean from all of this, right? So it kind of plays into uh, your ultimate choice. Sounds like Heavy (laughs) Rain. (laughs) It sounds like Alpha Protocol tried Heavy Rain, you know.
0: (laughs) It sounds like I'm fucked. Is what it sounds like to me.
1: You'll you'll be okay, Drew. You might not get the the picturesque ending where the hero drives off in the, into the sunset, but you'll get a good one regardless.
0: Yeah, I'm totally I'm totally fine with Michael Thornton sacrificing himself to expose Halbeck. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm totally fine with that. If he wants to go out like that, he can. That's how I play Dragon Age.
2: You don't want him <laughs> to slink off and. Use all the money that he's been extorting out of people to live his life out on a beach somewhere. Truth
0: be told, he hasn't really extorted that much money out of people in my game. Mine has. (laughs) You were just like...
2: I'll let you live for 75 grand. (laughs)
0: Exactly. That's... Yeah, uh -uh, I don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, Michael Thornton... My Michael Thornton cares about the truth and cares about his country.
2: Well, see, that's the thing, is one, one part of this game that's... Not as much in this section, but still from the last section, is like at that point I didn't want the seventy-five thousand dollars for my own personal use. I wanted him to become an informant for Alpha Protocol, but I didn't see any way like I. It ended up that I got personal gain out of it, but that's not what I was looking for.
1: Well, it, you could say personal game, but given that you have to use your own money to fund your missions, you could say personal, but it's also going to Alpha Protocol because you're using it for that purpose, right? It's not like you're buying a yacht outside or anything like that. You're you're using it for the mission. Well, but when I'm getting wrapping.
2: 75 grand at a time, like there's money to do the mission and buy a yacht.
0: <laughs> oh shit! I think I just pieced this shit together. Oh, th- did you now? Yeah. I think I just got it. Oh no!
1: Oh, Therese. what's going on, Drew? What's yeah, the, what, what's the revelation?
0: Saint James. I think she may be the sister of Darcy. Because her her Darcy said that she was the daughter of like some high politicians and stuff, and so was Darcy.
1: Oh, you mean you mean Darby, the the agent?
0: It's Darcy, isn't it? Darcy. Yeah. Darcy. The 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 guy who works for Alpha Protocol.
1: The angry one.
0: No the, the 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 buddy one. The young one.
1: The young one. I think that's Darby.
0: Pretty sure it's Darcy.
1: Is it? Yeah. What a goofy name that is.
0: Darcy. Yeah. Remember because I said Jefferson Darcy yeah. last episode. It Darcy. Is it Darcy? It's think... Darcy. Yeah.
1: Okay. Hmm, that's an interesting thing. I'm not gonna ruin anything for
0: you. you guys I, understand, I understand I oh, understand that, but I yeah. remember I specifically remember him being jealous because I was sent on the Saudi Arabia mission and he he wasn't able to go on it because of something to do with his father who was like a senator or something like that. And I distinctly remember reading in her in Saint James's dossier that her family came from politics.
1: Yeah, a lot of the dossiers can help you make the connection but most of the time they won't just say it straight up until yeah. you find the truth for yourself. Which is nice. Yeah. It's kinda yeah. like detective work within the actual uh game, which is yeah. yeah. good.
0: How meta. Oh, no. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, that's that's Alpha Protocol. The uh the uh the second episode for Alpha Protocol. We've we've uh, I guess reached the halfway point, right?
1: Um, I would say we reached about a little past halfway, yeah. A little
0: past halfway. Um I'm excited. The more I talk about this game with with other people that have played it, and the more I play this game, the more I'm starting to like it. Yeah.
1: Uh, better, better game than Mass Effect, yep. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I
1: don't know if I if I'd
2: <laughs> spout that blasphemy. You
1: know?
0: <laughs> oh, <man>. I think <laughs> um I think Alpha Protocol has many things uh that could be compared to Mass Effect, and some of them may actually be better. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, I don't think it's as epic as Mass Effect.
2: And for me, uh, you know, I, I don't want to bash on this game because it's clearly not as good as Mass Effect, but mm-hmm. for me, the characters in Mass Effect blew me away. Like, those are some of the most interesting characters I've ever seen in a game. Yeah. These are okay. Hey, I I'm not going to remember any of these characters a year from now though.
1: I only like Garrus. <laughs> Everyone else uh I didn't
2: Morden? Not Morden.
1: Eh, he's okay. Legion was kind of cool. Um Garrus was the best. Uh and that's about it. Everyone else was kind of in between.
0: You know the the the, yes. the the thing the crazy thing is I prefer Mass Effect 1's story over any of them. But I could not stand the gameplay in it. Yeah, that was the thing was that Mass Effect One story was fucking fantastic.
1: It was very interesting.
0: Uh, w what was um, what was the bad guy's name in that Seraph?
1: Uh, Seren.
0: Seren, sarah yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought he was a great villain. And God, I I kind of want to go back and play that game, but then again, I don't want to.
1: The yeah. thing about Mass Effect 1 compared to 2 and 3 is that I remember when I played Mass Effect 2, right, for the first time, I, I marathoned that game. I loved every minute of it. Yeah, I thought it sure. was such an improvement uh, as far as the gameplay, the third-person shooter elements, the storyline, the graphics even, the, it looked fantastic. But once I got into the second playthrough, I realized how shallow that game had become compared to mass effect one yeah as far as what the your choices that you made and what kind of consequences and different kind of content you would see uh, based on the things that you did differently is very little yeah. little to almost right. none.
0: this is this is very well, it doesn't play that's out what kind throughout of the
1: game me. as much
0: mm, not even
2: like it's more like the things you do affect the end of the game
1: well, that's that's kind of shallow, isn't it? Everything right, that you right. do only affects the ending. Then that's just who dies and who lives. Yeah, right, I would
2: completely agree. Whereas in Alpha Protocol, the things you do affect the entire game.
1: Yeah, yeah, not you know, it's affects each mission going through. Whether right. you have the intel, whether you kill this guy, or you know, whether you're stealthy, or it just has this residual butterfly effect. You don't even know if this is gonna affect something else far into the future, but it does. And I didn't, I didn't feel that way about Mass Effect 2 or 3. And I kind of felt that way about Mass Effect 1. Remember the last battle against Saren? You could basically talk him into shooting himself after realizing that he's, he's been mind, uh, brainwashed. Yeah. And those kind of things doesn't exist in Mass Effect 2 or 3. It just doesn't the the choices that you make all lead to kind of like the ultimate point, and then obviously there's the Mass Effect three ending, which is just uh, you know a middle finger to everyone in between with the choose a color ending, so its just they they rose so high and yet took so many steps backwards getting there and compromised on so much and that's what i that's what I hate to see it's, I say the same thing about Dragon Age two the combat was greatly. improved. Then it was still a, a fun game to play through. But compared to Dragon Age One, the death yeah. and the content that was yeah. involved for all the choices that you had to make and the character interactions, yeah. it, it doesn't even come to it doesn't even compare.
0: Yeah, Dragon Age yeah. One is is possibly one of my it's in my top ten games of this generation.
1: Yeah, certainly. It's,
0: I thought that that story blew me away, and you know it was fantastic. You know, I, like the the combat was slow and agonizing at times, mm-hmm. which is why I was I've been saying this whole time is when Dragon Age Inquisition comes out, I want it to be a combination of Dragon Age Two's combat mixed with the story and quests and stuff yes. of Dragon Age One. That would be one of the perfect game for me.
1: Yes, true. I, I totally agree. Because when I heard that they were delaying the game, I th- I saw that and thought, wow, what a terrific bit of news. Because <laughs> yeah. you don't, when you see a delay of a game that you're looking forward to, you don't think to yourself, "Wow, that's fantastic news." But this right. time, I see BioWare's track record recently. I say they need more time. They need yeah. to take their time making this game yeah. right. And that's that's what I. That's I what mean, that's I think.
2: what Blizzard does, and I know we talked a little bit about Diablo Three. But yeah. overall, you know, the yeah. time that they take with the games is is
1: welcome
0: yeah. to me. Blizzard actually uses that time wisely, I think. Yeah.
1: And when I played Half Life Three for the first time, all that time that they spent just polishing that game to perfection—it was just fantastic.
0: Did you time travel or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because uh, all right, so
0: I mean, I don't get me started on Half Life. <laughs> I do not like that series at all.
1: I know it's, it's kind of bewildering to me, but I can respect <laughs> it. I, I just, don't think I'm wrong.
0: I don't. Uh, I, I, to me a game that has a silent protagonist i don't care about anymore
1: ah i think that's that's not fair man i
0: i i think it's totally fair
1: no what's wrong what's wrong with the silent protagonist that you hate so much
0: because everybody talks about how the story is amazing in half-life 1 and 2 i'm like well how the fuck is the story amazing whenever the only character interactions is people talking and staring at you
1: no, it's not a matter of the interaction between the main character. It's the character, the silent protagonist, becomes the vehicle for the player to inhibit, and nothing <laughs> more.
2: And that's always been the argument for a silent protagonist.
1: It's been the so argument you, you, because so it has the merit, it. I think.
2: Right? Yeah. Good or bad, but I mean, that's that's the explanation. But I I, I don't I don't know. I'm somewhere in the middle.
0: I've always seen Half Life two. I've played Half Life two multiple times. And I've seen Half-Life 2 as a standard first-person shooter. Oh, I mean, I, I've trust me, I've gotten into arguments with people, I've pissed people off, and everybody calls me a moron. But I'm sorry, that's how I feel.
1: <laughs> well, you, you didn't play Half-Life 2 when it first came out, right?
0: No. I played see, it the, that, I, the first time I ever played it was with the Orange Box.
1: See, that's, that's like years after yeah. Half-Life 2 first came out. And when Half-Life 2 came out, it was revolutionary in a lot of ways. Uh, not just in the, the kind of storytelling that it was doing, the kind of uh, transition from what Half-Life 1 did to Half-Life 2. Uh, the graphic fidelity, the, the physics involved, and everything in between, and the pacing. It was just massively created for its time. You play Half-Life 2 now, now, a lot of other games have tried to be like that, right? Yeah. And especially with the archaic system, the source engine that it's running on, like you don't see... That kind of extensive loading every you know like every couple of ten minutes or something like that you don't see that in current gen. But yeah. for its time, it was fantastic. You can't you can't just go back and say, well, this is uh this is what's it this is Zelda linked to the past. This is my favorite Zelda game. Uh you know this is I think this is way better than Wind Waker and have someone you know that was born in like 19, 1990 <laughs> play that and be like what are you talking about? This game looks like crap. It doesn't play all that great. What's what's the difference, right? It all
0: it all runs on nostalgia. Uh,
1: no, it's not just a matter of running on the nostalgia but for its time. Mm.
0: You,
1: have, you have to judge it for its time, not the last abilities. You, I know how much you love Final Fantasy VII,
0: Drew. Yeah. You,
1: you play that game now, and that game... Trust the,
0: me, you, I, I can tell you right now, that game looks like crap, and I'm sure the dialogue is bad, uh-huh. But, but like I said, it's all about nostalgia for me. When I go through... You know, the the Shinra Company's fucking tower, you know, climbing yep. those stairs and stuff. I get so nostalgic for that. The fucking music, when I hear that battle theme go play, it makes me nostalgic. And oh. I, it will forever be my favorite Final Fantasy game.
1: But, Drew, are you, are you conceding that Final Fantasy VII was a bad game when it came out? No. It was a good game, right? And it yeah. changed a lot of things for what the RPG market did. For better or for worse, you can argue argue either side, honestly. But I would also agree that Final Fantasy VII was a revolutionary RPG for its time, and, and a very good one at that. But that's it. That's just it. You can say nostalgia, nostalgia, but we can only judge games for the time that they were released. If you want to talk about their uh, the lasting appeal, or how well they've aged, that's a different a different argument entirely. So when you tell people that Half-Life 2 is overrated, or it's not good, after playing it way off of the fact of its relevancy, then you're kind of missing the point. You, you, you know what I mean?
0: I understand what you're saying it's a
1: different argument that you're making yeah <laughs> i'm not i'm not I'm not trying to uh, devalue your argument or what your <laughs> opinion is, but i'm just but saying you're making you're making you're making a different argument to the one that they're trying to present
0: i understand okay. and yeah. I, I for me half life two i mean anybody who enjoys half life two they can enjoy it all they want to and they can love it all they want to I'm not going to discredit that it's just I guess I just missed out on it when it first came out, and it will never appeal to me like it does to people who played it when it first came out.
1: That's totally fair.
0: So, you know, I mean, trust me, we get into nostalgia stuff all the time. And I'll go ahead and say, here's a preview for my, my upcoming review of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There has not been a good Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game since Turtles in Time on the Super NES I
1: goddamn right about that. And, and, still
0: uh, the, and there still isn't. <laughs> I'm so pissed off. You had one fucking job, guys, and you made a mediocre to bad Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game.
1: What could they have done to make this a good game?
0: Gave it to Rocksteady and made it just like Batman. When they when they announced I that that, was the plan. I, I thought that was the plan too. They announced that and when the rumors came out and said Rocksteady Games, the creators of Batman Arkham Asylum are making a teenage mutant ninja turtles game. The fact that they have combat almost perfected and the fact that they love giving people what they want to see in both story and in nostalgia and and, and uh, the, the lore of the context, I was like, fuck yes. I want a gritty, dirty, fucking Ninja Turtle game. Fuck it. Put some co-op in. I don't care. Yeah, sure. I'd love to fight with three of my other buddies killing fucking foot soldiers. And I do mean killing. I don't mean they're robots. I mean slicing them up. Oh, that, that's. That would have blown me that's away. That's hardcore, Drew. <laughs> I thought I was like, yes, finally, somebody is listening to me. Because seriously, you can't meet a bigger Ninja Turtles fan than me. Really? Oh, okay. God. I am obs- – I when I was a kid, I was obsessed with Ninja Turtles. Uh,
1: who's your favorite Ninja Turtle?
0: Donatello. Donatello. Oh, yep, me too. <laughs> Good
1: shit. Good job, guys. Good Everybody
0: job. loves Donatello. It's the stick. It's got so much range and- Turtle is five, so good. It's very true. you know. Even the NES, the crappy one, it was like, you, you can't win the game without Donatello, and if he dies, you're screwed. What if I'm going to use Raphael? God, he can't even hit shit. You know, so, so yeah. it's, God. Yeah, but, yeah, I, Donnie's I played always that one on fan. my old yep.
2: PC back in the day when I was a kid. Yeah, I think it was the same game as the NES one.
0: The NES one where the cover is, they're all basically Raphael because they all have red. Yeah. So it's um yeah, I have that on the NES. In fact I played it about a year ago. Jeez. I just uh plugged up my NES and just to see if it still worked, and yep it still works. I was like, Let's play some Ninja Turtles and then twenty minutes later I said let's not play some Ninja Turtles. <laughs> because that <laughs> damn can suck my dick.
2: <laughs> yep. That's <laughs> so. one reason I hate living out in this apartment with all my stuff boxed up in multiple cities is I don't have access to any of my old old games.
0: Yeah. Mm. But anyway, that was a fun trip down memory lane for a minute there. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> let's um let's wrap this up. Uh, I do appreciate everybody listening. Um, and I hope you enjoyed our uh, talk with Alpha Protocol. We will be back next week finishing up the game. Uh, you can send us an email. Uh, uh my email address is drew at ztgd. Dot com. Uh, you can suggest games to us, ask us questions, talk about Alpha Protocol with us. Would you guys do differently from us? Um, you can also leave us an iTunes review. We would greatly appreciate it if you would. Um, unfortunately, our friend from New Zealand uh, he sent me an email uh, saying that he did. Uh, he he had forgot to put up an iTunes review, and he said he put one up. Unfortunately, for some reason, iTunes is not showing it. I would totally read it on the show right now if it was there, but unfortunately, it's not there. I've checked it, and um, I don't know what's going on, but uh, I do apologize for that. iTunes is being a bitch. Um, But yeah, definitely leave us an iTunes review. We greatly appreciate it. Um, uh, You can follow us on Twitter. I am at DMLFury. Matt is at R-E-M-G-S. And Jay, I want you to go ahead and say yours again.
1: Uh, B-A-T-O-U-S-A-I-J. Yeah. Can you yeah. pronounce that again?
0: side J. Batousa two side J. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, when when I want to tweet to you, um, I always just type in bat and it pops yeah. up automatically. Yeah. So that's how I remember you.
1: A lot of people use that as a nickname for me. Bat. Uh, yeah, just bat instead of, you know, but there's AJ or something like that. It's just simpler, it's quicker, just bat, 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 bat. Yeah, it works.
0: And for some reason, for a while, whenever I first started talking to you on Twitter, I was thinking um, Batsu from... uh Batsu. From... Um,
1: that fighting game?
0: Yeah, the, um, the the other Capcom fighting game. Um, Rival uh,
1: Schools. Uh, yes, Rival Schools, yes. yes yeah. I, I'm
0: familiar. Yeah. I haven't I haven't played that game in a long time. But yeah, uh, anyway, so yeah, you can definitely tweet to us. I'm there all the fucking time, uh, and uh, you can talk to us there, talk about games, and suggest games for Phoenix Down. Um, Matt and I have already pretty much made up our mind. Adam, if I if I may be getting your name wrong, I'm, I, I do apologize, but I believe I, if I remember correctly, his name was Adam. He suggested we play a Crash Bandicoot game. We have made up our minds. We will be playing Crash 3. Warped. Warped. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be playing that for our next game. I think it will just be me and Matt going solo this time. Um, and uh, yeah. So there you go. You got your wish. Dreams
2: really do come true.
0: Dreams do come true. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, I do appreciate everybody listening. Until next time, which will be next week, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And I'm Jay. And we are out of here. I thank everybody for listening. We'll catch you guys next week with Alpha Protocol.